depending on where you were a week ago tonight or maybe a week ago from Saturday evening or the Sunday morning, whether it was in Bismarck or Timbuktu, as you left Mass, you would have heard the deacon say some variation of go forth, the Mass is ended, to which we would have responded, thanks be to God. The question I have this evening is since last week, when you left Mass, how many hours or minutes or maybe seconds have you committed to your spiritual life? Now, I don't propose that to be mean or judgmental or critical, but I think it's worth asking. If we were to go through and take some type of inventory of how many hours or minutes or seconds we've spent doing something to deepen our life of faith, our life of prayer, our life with God, what would it add up to be? Now, the reason I mention that or propose that inventory is that Jesus says, blessed are those servants whom the master finds vigilant on his arrival. Who are the servants? Us. Who is the master? Him. What does it mean to be vigilant? It means to be ready. It means to be alert. It means to be awake. So blessed are we if Jesus finds us awake. Blessed are we if Jesus finds us alive and alert and ready. And how can a person be awake and alert and ready if outside of what we're doing here, it adds up to zero? Now, you might be saying, Father, you're preaching to the choir. At least we're here. Yes. <laughs> yes, we're here. I want to offer just a few thoughts you know, sometimes you hear these homilies and you think, oh, Father's a bit grouchy tonight. Must be because the twins lost in 10 innings. <laughs> Sorry if you TiVoed that. They did. Grand slam in the top of the 10th by the Cleveland Indians. But anyway, sometimes you hear these homilies and you're like, well, give me something practical, Father. If you're talking about giving seconds or minutes or hours to my spiritual life, what are some things I can do? I sat down this morning and jotted down 10 in about three minutes. You could join us for daily mass at 7 a.m. You could go to confession, maybe for the first time in a long time. You could join one of our local parishes for adoration in adoring our Lord in the Blessed Sacrament. You could find out what the gospel of the day is each morning and spend five to 10 minutes reading it and asking the Lord what this means for my life. You could pick up the lives of the saints and read the incredible stories of those men and women who have lived the faith and now are with God in heaven. You could pray the rosary. You could ch check out one of the books we have in the gathering space and bring it back in a couple of weeks or a couple of months or a couple of the free books we have on our stand or maybe one of the books we gave out this past Christmas. 
You could find one of the Lighthouse Media CDs we have on our kiosk and listen to it on your way to work or on a vacation. You could tune into Catholic Radio. Nine things I just said that you could easily do to make that number from zero to a bit more. I mentioned I was going to say ten. The tenth one I want to offer is something that's been on my mind for a while. And it's tempting, it's very tempting to lose sight of this. When we're at Mass, it's so easy to get distracted. You could have thunder that makes it sound really, really holy in here. You could be a bit hungry. You could be a bit disinterested in this homily. There are always, all kinds of ways to be distracted at Mass, right? It happens to all of us. I used to tell my high school students that the reason I became a priest was so that I could pay attention and focus at Mass. It's a lot easier to do when you're in charge. But whatever the case may be, just know that I'm with you in the amount of effort it takes to really focus on what God is trying to say to us at Mass. Whether it's listening to the readings or listening to the beautiful prayers that we have, they are beautiful. And if you really, really listen, I can guarantee that God will speak to you those ways. We all say, oh, God doesn't speak to me. Malarkey. He does. And he speaks to us at Mass. He really does. You know, sometimes we come to Mass and we come to be entertained. And in some ways you can expect that because we have this stage here. We got music there. We got lights. It speaks of entertainment. But the Mass is not given to us to be entertained. The Mass is given to us so that we can be fed. So that we can be fed spiritually by God himself. So as we leave this evening, or maybe you consider this next week, what is something concrete you can do to increase that number from maybe zero or one or two minutes to something a bit more? And in those moments, I can assure you that God will feed you because he keeps his promises. Be ready and vigilant because we do not know the hour when Christ returns.